Blog Talk Radio. Well, well, well. Hello there. This is Jim. Uh, yes, sorry, cut that off pretty quick. Uh, this is Jim Felder with the PhotoFacts Podcast, and my co-host, Robert Trawick, is on his way in. I am not sure where he is because we were chatting before the show uh, went live, and I said, dude, we got to go. we got to get the show on the road because it starts in two minutes. So hopefully he's got the number. He's going to call in, and uh, we'll get him in here real quick. Ah, I see somebody. Oh, here he goes. Oh, oh. Let's see. Okay, how about now? Hello, Mr. Now. Robert. Oh, yes. <laughs> Hello there, my baby brother. Hello, uh, how, how are you doing today? I, I'm great. How are you doing? Well, you know, it's another rainy day, so riding the motorcycle is taking a back seat to actually doing work today. Well, darn. I'm sure you're all upset about that. Well, you know, yeah, I can be a little up to at least, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So we haven't had a podcast in a long time, so give us a quick update on what you've been doing. What have I been doing? Well, uh, I've actually been doing a lot of graphics. I'm doing uh, working with a company um, here locally that I go to three times a week and help him with his marketing. We've been doing brochures and installation instructions, and we're about to do a website. And I just took on took on another client that's going to be very similar. Um, that's what I've been doing. I, you know, the photography stuff has been, you know, kind of sparse, but I've been doing it. So it's and this uh, marketing stuff will involve photography as well. So that's pretty cool. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's me. Uh, oh, school starts soon. That's been pretty pretty uh, time consuming. Uh, getting them ready. Uh, Robert, what have you been up to? Well, uh, I've been working a lot more at 616 Studio with Chad. Uh, we photographed a uh, bridal that uh, was, um, I'm still uh, editing the bridal. It was a very fun one. We started last year, then we actually had to split up in two sections. Um, and uh, the last part was really fun. Um, I don't want to bust any secrets, but, you know, I'm going to have to talk about it anyway. And um, she has um, <clears throat> the last part. We actually... I don't want to say the word trash to dress, but we sort of kind of did. Um, we um, went over to the womb over off of Broadway and Ninth Street because it had some really cool colors. We hung up a gigantic big canvas painter's cloth, and we had her spray paint the um, charity, not the charity, I'm sorry, the cancer ribbon, and then um, then we spray painted her dress. <laughs> so, you know what? That's that's awesome. That sounds like a cool shoot. Uh, Rachel and I were actually there for the grand opening, uh, re- reopening, grand reopening of the womb. It was. Uh, have you been in there? It's quite an interesting place. No, I haven't been inside there. But while we were outside setting up, uh, we actually had somebody come out. I can't remember the gentleman's name. It was just, you know, normally when you're shooting at nighttime near a building or using a building as a background, uh, a lot of photographers out there, and I'm just not, you know, 
things or anything because there's just a general amount of them, kind of give everybody else a bad name. So when he started to come up to approach me, I was preparing, you know, all these things in my head to come up with a good way of saying, hey, I'm not bothering anybody, you know, we're not going to damage anything, we're going to stay out of the way of everyone. And uh, he just walked up and he said, hey, this looks like you're doing a great photo shoot. Is there anything I can do to the building? Do you want me to turn on some more lights? Do you want me to turn on less lights? What can I do to help you get a better photo shoot? And I was just stunned. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, absolutely uh, just, absolutely took me back. And I'm like, oh, my God, you mean this guy's going to try and help me get a better photo? I was, I was yeah. just like, what? <laughs> so That's, that's um, cool. That's, that is surprising, actually. I know. But, I, I mean, so I got to any photographer wants to shoot out there, they seem to be very willing. I mean, the guy was like, hey, if you post any photos, make sure you tag us. You know, he he was very much wanting yeah. to be a success. So I was uh I was right, cause they were doing a grand re- Yeah, because they were doing a grand reopening. He wanted some publicity. But, yeah, I actually did an engagement shoot there a while back. Um, uh, I think it was earlier this year. Um, yeah, over right there in front of their building because it's so colorful. It's just plastered with paint, and it's really cool looking. So it was a great uh, backdrop. It was an Asian couple, and so it was just really a really good place to shoot. And they weren't even open. It was nothing there. So anyway, so what do we got to talk about today, Robert? Well, we have a couple things that we're going to talk about today, and I'm going to just bring one out of left field just because you and I have not had a chance to spend a lot of time together. I've been in and out of town doing uh, some workshops, helping with the – the PPO uh, professional photographer school in Stillwater. That was a great experience. So you and I haven't had a chance to sit down and actually come out with any any uh, meeting points for this upcoming episode. So, so, so uh, yeah. Actually, literally, literally, we have not had any show prep, hardly at all. So a lot of times the podcast will have some show prep, and then we get on here and act like we haven't talked in a long time. Hey, how you doing? What, what, literally, it was actually pretty much that's the case for this episode. <laughs> so, yeah, anyway, well, like Jim they needed to know that. Back and forth, he was like, hey, dude, we got two minutes. Let's get off this thing and call in. So, all right. So, Jim, um, I received an email probably about, uh, it's been like two weeks ago, and the new, uh, or not the new, but the um, yearly Scott Kelby Worldwide Photo Walk will be held on October the 5th. Wow. So, yes. Okay. Yes. So, uh, last, year was a bit of a, last year was a bit of a disaster because of the whole weather kind of canceled us out, and we never got around to rescheduling that. So, the question is, and I guess you might need to think about doing the presentation, do you want to help me do that this year? Help you do what? The, 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 the walk? The, the photo walk. Because i got to tell you, I'm, uh, Terry and I have talked about it a couple of times, and every year I keep thinking, you know, I'm not going to do the photo walk this year. I'm not going to be a host. I want to actually go to someone else's photo walk and have fun. But I get so much email traffic every time it becomes, every time it becomes available and now, it's like, hey, are you going to be doing this this year? You know, what kind of models are you going to have? You know, because we always pull out all the stops. Yeah. So maybe we should make this a um, – you know, sponsored by Photo Facts Podcast. 
Hey, that's now they're doing it on the spot, thinking, what are we going to do? <laughs> I mean, I feel like I already, I feel like I already help you with it. So, I mean, well, you, you do. know, you I, do I help. Yeah. But, yeah, you, if you need you me to do more stuff, I'm there. I think that uh, Jim has always been a uh, big part of my uh, photography success, and he's always the guy behind me that people don't see that's pushing me. He always pushes me, like, hey, dude, what about this? What about that? What about this? What about that? I'm like, shh. And vice versa. Think. Oh, I don't know anything about that. Robert's my mentor. So, all right. Oh, God, no, I'm not. (laughs) Okay, 21 minutes. 21 minutes is what we have left? Yes. Okay, so are you taking notes or am I supposed to take notes? I, I... Uh no, I'm not taking notes. <laughs> this is a lot. Okay, show, all right. Man. Well, okay. So we want to put some notes. I can. I'm put down. To take notes up. Okay. Well, with you know, I'll go ahead and get the. Uh, oh. I'll go ahead and sign us up for the uh, worldwide photo facts photo walk, and um, I'll get that done today. So we actually have claim a spot on that if it's not completely saturated by now, and then we will figure out what we're going to do, where we're going to walk, and what we're going to happen. That kind of stuff. So uh, the other thing I wanted to bring up, and again, I haven't talked to you about this just because we really haven't spent a lot of time together. Uh, There is a young lady that is trying to start a um, PPA, a Professional Photographers of America, guild in the Lawton area. And I understand that this is a long and tedious process, trying to get permission through the PPA and actually having a club slash guild developed, and she's willing and wanting to do that so that she's not traveling to Oklahoma City or to Tulsa, and she can bring in a lot of photographers from the western part of the state as well as northern Texas. So uh, we'll put a link on the uh, podcast. Her name is Mandy Womack, and we'll put her email address up there. And if you are a photographer in western Oklahoma near the Lawton area, or northern Texas, and I wanted to travel there for a guild meeting once a month, uh, please contact her for details. I'm not sure exactly where she is in the planning stage. I know that she has contact PTA, and they are working with her on some requirements to get this going. So we'll pass that out there to our listeners, and if you guys are interested in that type of uh, professional organization in the Lawton area, please contact Mandy Womack, and we'll just tag that on the website. Okay, so... Anything else you got there, Jimbo? And we'll jump into some information. Uh, you go right ahead with your information. I'm taking Jim has Jim is completely off in a complete different area. Oh, by the way, <laughs> they just told me we're actually doing this on the phone. We're not even in the same room right now. <laughs> uh, they could probably tell that uh, you know since we're, the, the audio quality isn't isn't uh, the greatest. But I mean, we've done this what three, four times now, three times. Three, uh, yeah, three times. It's worked out pretty good. Yeah. So Okay, yeah, so. so what we're going to do is the uh, today we're going to open up uh, talking about the experience of light. And just a quick little background before we jump into this. Uh, last year I was asked to speak at the DFW Photo Expo 2013, and my presentation was Experience Light. Uh, one of my sponsors is uh, XP Photo Gear. We'll put a link on the show site, show notes for him as well as bwcphoto.net, which is our laboratory that both of us use. And uh, 
instead of redoing the same presentation this year, I wanted to come out and build on the experience light. So the new one coming out uh, for November at DFW Photo Expo, uh, you can reach those at DFWPhotoExpo.com, is going to be experience control. And we're going to talk about some of the lesser known ways of controlling light. The experience light talks about the characteristics of light and how all light has these five characteristics combined as you learn those as a photographer, allows you to control the light being either a constant light or a flash source. So what we're going to do over the next five episodes is kind of break that down of what we talked about last year so that you have an idea of where the new one in November is going to go and what it's going to build off, because I'll talk about some of these references that I talk about in Experience Light. So on the uh, PhotoFacts podcast webpage, I have uh, given you a place you can download the presentation. I've actually opened it up. It's only 20 slides long, and um, the presentation is only about an hour or so, uh, hour and a half at DFW. So we're just going to try and expand on these areas. So if you you know have the PDF with you and you open it up, Basically, we have a title show, and then we have some pictures about Robert, which is a bunch of fun stuff. I'm kind of a fun, flirty kind of guy. And then the next one is Meet Mr. Crazy. Uh, this is a photograph we took uh, last year with uh, some of the brides, and I wanted the opportunity to get in my wife's dress, not really my wife's pants. But I look a little fit. <laughs> Most people know me right away by looking at that photo on my Facebook page. And, uh, you know, I talked to a lot of my brides that we booked, and I explained to them, hey, I know what you're going through because I have been in your shoes. I have been in your dress. So they get a good <laughs> we, we love to book fun and flirty, fabulous brides. Okay, so then we're going to talk about defining light. To me, as a photographer, this is one of the things we paint with light. That's what the definition of photography is. And understanding light is going to give you a better idea of how you can achieve the photographs that are in your mind's eye and actually bring these out into your camera. So defining the light is something that makes things visible or affords illumination. Being a self-professed available light photographer, I use anything that's available, be it a flash, the sun, uh, headlights off of a car, a flashlight, Whatever I can actually use that's going to afford me illumination, you can actually use that to paint your photograph, basically. And uh, then the time comes in the issue where it's going to be a short period of time or a long period of time. But defining light is anything that can make things visible. Visible to you means visible so you can shoot those. So on to number five, slide number five, we talk about the different types of light. And this is all going to kind of key up. And then each episode following this, we're going to go in more in depth in each of the five characteristics. This is just kind of like your opening briefing. And the types of light, if you look at slide number five, we talk about constant light, being a sun, a flashbulb, LED flashlights, flames, lava, arc light. And then a flash is kind of a strobe, studio units you might have in your studio. Uh, fluorescent tubes are actually considered to be a flash because they have a cycle rate. Or disco ball strobes, you know, those all kind of flash. The difference between these two kinds of lights, realistically, if you think in your mind, is just time. That's the only thing that's different. Everybody gets so um, out of shape or so upset trying to figure out that I can't preview the light from a flash. That's why I want to use a constant light. But the characteristics of both lights are identical. The only thing that the difference is between a constant light and a flash 
is time. So if you can slow time down, you'd be able to preview what the flash was doing. That's the only difference. And actually, if you look at it, there is no constant light. Every single light source is a pulse. So being the pulse, it's just such a rapid pulse that it appears to our eyes to be constant. It's almost like when you watch a movie. A movie really isn't moving pictures. They're 30 frames per second, so basically 30 individual photos in a very rapid succession that appears to be moving to our eyes. That's the only difference. So I don't want anybody to be afraid of using flash or constant photography or whatever or constant light because they're all the same. They all form the same characteristics. So moving on to number six, these are the characteristics of light. Every single light source, every single one has these five characteristics. And if you can understand them and understand how to bend them, then you can basically make great photography anytime, anywhere, under any kind of lighting situation. You will not have to be afraid to shoot at 12 o'clock. When I started photography many, many years ago, we were always told, you do not shoot at high noon. You do not shoot between 10 o'clock in the morning and 2 o'clock in the afternoon. The sun is high, it's nasty, it's horrible, blah, blah, blah. And that is absolutely a truth matter. But you can actually create and change the characteristics of that light by changing the direction or the size or even changing the color. You can make a summer shot look like it was fall. You can change the intensity by changing the aperture of your camera. Now, we're going to get more in depth on that as we go along. But basically, the five characteristics of any light source are intensity, basically how bright or dark it is, the color. Every single light source has its own unique color. And that's where we start having like white balance issues or color tone issues whenever we photograph. If we're in a place that has different light sources, each light source can have a different color balance. The direction of the light, where's the direction, where's the light coming from? That direction is one of the key elements in us as photographers communicating what we want to say in this photograph. And then the last two, distance and size, kind of go hand in hand. And we're going to really talk about those, and I hope it's going to really change your view on how you perceive the light that's around you. So we're going to start on number seven, not now, but on the next episode. And if we're lucky, <laughs> Jim and I will have time to jump into those sometime next week. And we're going to try and get all these episodes done. No, we will get them done before our presentation in November. Maybe I'll get lucky. Maybe Jim will come up with me and hang out with me. If not, it'll be a long solo drive in the wintertime to Dallas. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll see what I can do. We'll have another one of our crazy videos or podcasts or whatever we did that time uh, when we went to somewhere and we had a crazy video. So it was a lot of fun. Uh, that was, uh, that was when we went somebody to watched it. Because you were teaching at Indian Nations PPA. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was that was fun. Uh, was that the one? No, let's see. The one where my truck died or something? I, I don't know. Uh, so we've got ten minutes left. Ten so, minutes? You mean I actually talked so quick? It was amazingly that everybody just, like, jumped right in on that stuff? Yeah, I was shocked, actually. I was, like, I was actually biting my nails going, oh, my gosh. Oh, my <clears> gosh. <throat> so I sent Cinema text and said we had 15 minutes. So, I don't know if you saw That's it. That's funny. <laughs> okay, well, you know, I talked a lot. So, um, 
you know, Jim, what what can we talk about that our listeners might be interested in? How about I don't know. I just kind of like blanked out there for a second. <laughs> I uh, I thought, why don't you jump in and you talk a little bit about your experience with light? With light, pull well, something out. Uh, yeah. Yes. First, first thing this to come is to mind is how 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 much I used to hate Flash. Uh, simply because I didn't know how to use Flash, but I, I couldn't stand it. And I, I see that a lot in other people, and I try to uh, convince them that it's really it's really great to have light because that's what makes the picture. Uh, but, uh, you know, now that I've started learning, you know, learning how to use it and how to make it do what I want it to do and control it and put it where I want it and how much power comes out, it's... I, I always use Flash. I don't care where I'm at. I still use it. I actually, Robert and I both bought a tri, it's called a tri-mount or tri-flash mount that you can put three flashes on it at once and fire them all together, you know, uh, remotely. And I use use that. I've, I've used that on the last two or three shots, two or three, uh, actually three different sessions I had. In the in the hot sun and it works great uh, because you're you know you're still attempting to match the sun because you want to uh, overpower the sun because you know it's so bright but uh, a lot of times I'll just put them in the shade or um, and use the light as fill or even out in the sun I'll, I'll use the sun as the backlight and uh, or hair light and uh, flash them in the you know as fill flash so but yeah that's uh, that's where I'm at with Flash. I mean, you know, like I said, I, I used to hate it because it, I just didn't know how to use it. Because uh, a lot of times we, when you don't know, you stick the Flash on your camera and you just pull power, boom, and oh my God, why is it so bright? You know, so uh, it's just you need to learn how to use Flash, whether it's a, a Flash on your camera or or you know, a strobe, a studio strobe or whatever, just, uh, and, and it's not, there's nothing wrong with having your flash on the camera if you're doing it in a way where it doesn't look flashed. If you're trying to, attempting to have that look where it just doesn't look like full frontal flash. Um, that sounds kind of funny. Uh, that, that does sound flash. a little, that was a little dirty on that. <laughs> that sounds like a new but, Yeah, full frontal flash. Um, full frontal flash. Yeah, uh, you can use the flash and direct it behind you, bounce it off a wall, off ceiling. It doesn't have to hit directly at your subject. It can you, you want to bounce it to make it look like it's not sitting straight on your camera, or or you know what I'm saying? It just looks more natural. So right. that's yeah, my yeah. spiel. That everyone talks about uh, uh, off on camera flash is is like basically like a coffin nail. You can't use that. Well, we like to explain it that you can use your flash on the camera attached to your hot shoe, but the flash doesn't have to be aimed in the same direction as the lens does. You can actually take that flash, turn it to the side, bounce it off the wall, and change the direction of the light, therefore improving the, the light that you're suddenly getting. Or use the wall as a giant softbox. You know, it's oh, and now if it's, a, if it's a purple or red wall, then you're going to get a red tint, but you may want that effect, but you know what I'm saying. It's just uh, 
uh, you can use that your ceiling or the wall behind you or whatever as your light source because you're just bouncing it. It's going to spread that light out more than just that little tiny beam of light on the flash. Absolutely. So, so. Well, I thought that was that was pretty good. I, I like that. Not, you know, you're going to have to put that tri-flash link on there now. Oh yes, I'll put that in the show notes here. Uh, you know actually, what I'm Robert, since we haven't talked, I have actually purchased a couple of those now. I, I, had, to, I had to replace the one I had because the mount because Robert dropped the, the, uh No, 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 no. That's not that one. That because I, I broke your flash, your your foot, but uh, <laughs> your, your you know your little <laughs> flash, my flash foot, not my regular yeah. foot. Right. But this one, the the screw head uh, stripped out. You know, when you tighten it down on the stud, it's it stripped, and so I had to get another one. But I did purchase a second one that's actually uh, horizontal. The flashes are on on it horizontally, and I I, I I think it's shipped from China or something. But uh, I, I actually put it together with my radio poppers, and it did not work. So I no. No, it's they're too close together. There's the radio poppers on their feet. Well, I could probably rig it, rig it up a different way, but uh, you know, like you do, you rig everything. But <laughs> um, yeah, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Do, like, it, I do this a lot. With the flash on the foot itself, it doesn't fit. If I was to rig it a different way and Velcro and all that kind of stuff, I could probably make it work. But uh, anyway, that's I'll have to show that to you sometime. Uh, I'll put it on the show notes, too. Okay, well, I'm actually in the process of getting us a spot reserved for the Worldwide Photo Walk. Uh, Just as a – I have to put something in here. I'm going to go ahead and have it start at 616 Studios. Uh, Just Uh so I can put something down there, and we can try a different location. Uh, The memorial's close to the studio, as well as we have a limited amount of parking right there by the studio. And then uh, right there just north of the studio, north? No, I guess that would be east. No? Yeah, east. East of the studio, right down the hill before you get to the Oklahoma City Memorial, is a gigantic big parking lot that's normally empty at nighttime. Uh, you know, if you yeah. last year or a year before last when we actually had it, uh, we had 100 participants. So, I mean, that's a lot of cars. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just going to yeah, start a great for right now. And we'll uh, we'll go from there. What are you thinking about uh, What are you thinking about time? Do you uh, uh, Do you think everybody enjoys having like dinner afterwards to kind of socialize? So maybe we can just do it in the afternoon. But then of course afternoon we've got yeah we'll yeah I think, I think afternoon is good. I think the night idea was okay, but we didn't. Although we didn't do it, but uh, I don't know. There's something about being in the dark and late at night. Not late, but you know what I'm saying. It's just uh, I don't know. I, I like it better during the day because you can see. Then you go eat afterwards. It's dark. Mm-hmm. You go home. It's all good. Rather than okay, starting so, at six or seven. But that's just right. Me. So if we start it, uh, if we do like four o'clock in the afternoon, we can have it run until six, and then we can all meet for dinner over at uh, Spaghetti Warehouse. Yeah, sounds good. That'll give us that'll give us plenty of time. So let's do that. So let's have it start at four p.m. And we can always make some changes this later on. Just have to get something down when we start it. So it's a two hour, four to six p.m. We we'll get six one six. After the walk, will be dinner at 
been Gaddy Warehouse. And, um, you know, I've had a lot of people say, oh, you know, we want to go to someplace else. Uh, realistically, the Spaghetti Warehouse has given us a pretty good deal because if you have a large group, they have that uh, pre-done meal. We basically have a choice of like three different items, and it's like less than $10 a person. And they have the room yeah. to accommodate everybody, where a lot of the restaurants, they just do not have the room to accommodate anyone over 20, a party of 20. So that's always right. pretty good. So we'll, uh, we're going to put this out there. If any of our listeners have any ideas about the photo walk, or anything they want to cover on the show that we want to cover on the show or can cover on the show, you know, drop us a note on our Facebook page or on our uh, blog on our website, and uh, we'll definitely see if I get those in the next couple of episodes. All so right. Well, we're, we've got a minute and a half, so 90 seconds oh, as far as what I just heard. <clears throat> so, that's, yeah. That's, that's probably just a wrap-up, isn't it? That's a wrap-up. Yeah, it was great uh, getting to talk to you, Robert. We'll have to definitely have to get together soon and get some hugs in. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, absolutely. We got to get our uh, bromance hugs in. What can I say? Uh, we definitely need to get that. Yeah. Hopefully, the rain will yeah. lighten up a little bit, and I can get back on the motorcycle and get some work back. Yep. Okay, so we'll talk to you live next week, and uh, we'll go ahead and see if we can bump our calendars and get us to get done. That way you can know when you can listen to us live and answer or ask us questions live. So why don't you go ahead and take us out of here, Jim, and wrap it up. All right. Goodbye, everybody, and we'll talk to you next week. Yeah.